going. This is our second episode of Connect the Knox. I'm Julia Hurley, your host, locally owned, nationally connected, and I am super excited to bring you our guest today, my very good friend, Derek Furlow. Derek, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Julia, it's a pleasure to be on here. Love the energy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. Uh, you're one of my favorite people in the Knoxville market. Your energy is unmatched and you have some amazing things that are happening. I see you basically just a list of basic Knoxville questions, but you already know exactly where I'm going with this podcast. So please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and let everybody here know how you connect to the Knox. How are you connected to Knoxville? Well, thank you. Um, so Derek Furlow Jr., born and raised in Southwest Atlanta, um, did a lot of moving. And via all the moving, um, that landed me on this journey to, to wanting to get out of Arkansas. And that's what brought me to the University of Tennessee, where I played football from 2005 to 2009. And in that transition into my life after sports and the NFL dream not coming to fruition, how I thought it was going to um, pan out for me because everything goes exactly how you want it to go in life, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I um, got ready to move and realized there were some economics that they didn't tell me when it come down to um, getting ahead and, and, and being financially um, fit. So when it came down to it, I figured I could stay in Knoxville and tap into my power base and the relationships and the community and those people that had came and cheered and even stayed for me. Um, and I just had to find the vehicle that was going to allow me to connect those dots with those people and build a brand and, and something that was going to outlive me. And that's when I ended up staying around Knoxville. And from that point, I um, got into sales because um, I seen some guys that had been in those roles when I was playing sports. that had had sport type of income without sport type of injury and sport type of um, um, the variables that go into playing a sport just in a different profession. So that and entrepreneurship. And in that time frame of realizing there was a lot of intangible, transferable things that sports had gave me and I can carry those things over into a different profession into my life after sports. The light bulb went off for me because I've seen a lot of my teammates that had came before me not taking those intangible, transferable skills and carrying, carrying those things over. And they had this they were trapped in transition when they were done playing. Um, they wasn't sure who they were outside of what they did. So I didn't want to be on that same path. So I intend. I took some time to myself and asked myself what made me a leader in sports. And when I figured out some of those things, I did what's called the transition formula. I figured out what could I take away from those things. How do they correlate to where I'm going and where I'm at right now? And then how I can carry those things over. And once I figured that out, the T plus the C plus the C that equals this ST, and that that gave me a successful transition into my life after sports. And that's kind of what happened. And from there, I've been in Knoxville working on. Hey, how can I take this knowledge I've learned? which helped me write my first couple books and give this back to the athletes that I know that was coming behind me that's going to face the exact same challenges and struggles. So that's what led me to speaking. And then as years pass, that with those relationships that led me into what we have now is SLB, the agency. We're now um, with NIL. We can pretty much help show athletes how to do that while they're playing without having to hide and sneak and show them how to build a brand and, and build relationships and make connections with those people that's coming to kneel and cheering for them while they're undefeated. Um, so now when they're done playing, that their, their, their first and last name are going to outlive what they did on the football field, or on the basketball court, or any sport that they might have played. So 
that's I the mission that. we own. Okay, so we're going to have to have you back for another 30 minutes on just the books alone, but that's not for today because I'm really excited. If you don't mind, at the end, though, I will ask you to try to drop those uh, titles so, and let people know where they can get them. So Absolutely. we'll do that towards the end, but I want to make sure to do that because your books are phenomenal. Tell me about SLB. What does it stand for? What are you doing with it today? And where are we going? And this is all Knoxville related. I still can't believe it. Every person we've interviewed is here and connected to Knoxville and has such, a, like you said, a power base of leadership and capability in such a big, small town. So tell us about SLB and how it's affecting you nationally as well as locally. So SLB stands for Sports Life Business. And that came to me once I was making my transition into life out of the sports. But I realized there were a lot of things that the game got you that applied in sports, but it applied in life and it applied in business. And I wanted to create a program or a curriculum where they all came together. So that's hence the puzzle pieces, Sports Life Business. So that was me. That was my company that's me speaking but over years it was a gradual transition into hey this nil thing now i can actually show other athletes starting my home turf former players or actual active players right now how to take those things that they learn in sports to show those things how they how they can carry over to life and how they carry over to business which helped us create slb the agency where now we can help these athletes with nil deals um not just these one-time exchanges but more when it comes down to the agency, we want to help with those things that I didn't know about, but I started to realize them. And this is what most athletes miss out on. First things first, um, the ability to connect with the community, which is nonprofit. So we got SLB community, which we can show nonprofits how they can connect with athletes and athletes how they can connect with nonprofits. Because that's that piece there when you're done playing or while you are playing, you can help this brand and this community and get involved and engaged in something that's bigger than you, just like you are with sports. And you right. never know what door is going to open, what relationship it's going to bring. So that's the nonprofit piece. Second piece, we're not just trying to do NIL for these one-time transactions. We want to help these guys because we know the game going to come to an end by choice or by force. So whatever sports you play, how is your mindset when you get ready to transition? So I got transition material with my, my curriculum and my books, but a lot of it is mental. So that mental fortitude that got you to that elite level, how do you continue to stay mentally fit? When you transition over and you don't get trapped in transition because you feel like you didn't have the same opportunities as every other student, you feel like you didn't have internships, or you feel like you're starting over because the game came to an end for you. So that, that whole NIL deals with mental health clinics, we're going to allow them to first get education. What does it mean? Does it mean you're weak? No. But does it mean you're strong? Yes. How does it benefit you and how, do, how, do, how has you already used your mental fitness to get you where you are? Then for two giving you a safe place to go be able to have that outlet and have that help because it might not necessarily affect you right now, but you may have a team or peers that are going through some things and now they're going to listen to you because you're a boss, you're a leader, and you can help influence them to go get help. Thirdly, it's going to help that clinic that's out here working on doing good things in the community, being able to market and promote their services because they are affiliated with athletes who has a brand and a stage and a presence. And then lastly, it's going to help the everyday individual who look up to athletes who think they're the world's to say, hey, if that person's getting help, it's okay for me to go get help too. So that's the mental health component. And then lastly, when it comes down to it, if you're doing NIL stuff, you got to file taxes because Uncle Sam is real and he will come get you. So we have that component. We have a partnership with ACA where we're going to be able to help our athletes get their taxes done, get educated on not just how to file the taxes and have somebody do the taxes for them, but also how to set up a business structure so that you can reduce and mitigate those taxes. So that financial education on all those things, which I feel like as an athlete, I did not know, but I found out how can we help them figure this thing out right now. So while they're in it, 
they don't have to go backwards or make those same mistakes that athletes that came before them made. So that's what we're doing with the agency, taking care of home in Knoxville first. And of course, we can go be expanding to be everywhere right now. But this is a slow play um, for a big term difference maker. And um, that's what we're taking care of the, 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 the Tennessee athletes on the front end. And it will grow and expand it, but no rush. Um, we're just doing it one thing at a time. Well, I have a feeling that Knoxville, the Knoxville fan base as a whole, and it's very interesting. The the very first person that I had on the podcast, she works with the uh, NBA and she works with a massive conglomerate inside of that. And she's located in Knoxville, Tennessee. And she kind of started out with the same story of this was something local. This was something smaller that I was involved in. And it kind of, it kind of expanded and got bigger, but I'm still in the Knoxville, Tennessee market. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions about the Knoxville market is that we're just too small to house big ideas and big places. What do you think that that misconception will do for you to be able to break through? Because I feel like you're already there. I already, I mean, I know you're already there here. How fast do you think that misconception can be broken once these athletes really understand that this isn't just a local Knoxville thing? This is everywhere. Hey, we, we all heard of David and Goliath. We, we, we David. That's all this is. So how, how fast can we get it in front of them and help them realize that, hey, just because you're in Knoxville don't 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 mean a thing. I already understand it. You already understand it. Um, and the more that we educate the athletes on, the more they're going to understand it. I mean, and I think the clues out there, you get these major companies moving here um, for, 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 for tax shelters and things of that nature. So, I mean, I, I think it's we, we keeping the secret just a secret enough to keep it from being overwhelmingly um, um, found out about. But for the most part, it just takes the right people to share the message. So I think we're good. I think that Knoxville is the biggest small town I've ever been in. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. That, that is a factual statement. I think it's big small town territory here. What are your thoughts and feelings and perception on these younger kids? And I say younger, I mean, from 40 and under, basically the young generation of Knoxville. The perception for Knoxville right now is when young people leave college, they want to leave. They want to go to bigger cities like Nashville or Dallas or Miami or Atlanta. What is the perception that we can help overcome to know that and let them know there are opportunities for you here? And to bring more of a youthful approach to this big, small town. Now, Julia, you're speaking real life on that. I, I would say it's, it's twofold. From a youth or younger perspective, uh, having more of the growth that's happening now, I believe, will keep some young people. However, from a diversity perspective, young black men... They ain't sticking around Knoxville mm. just because when you're here, it's not a lot of things that culturally look like you or resemble you because you're, you got here to play football or play basketball, most likely a sport. Right. So once you're done, you're kind of like, Hey, I need to go be somewhere where I feel like I can fit in a little bit more because I was in a bubble playing sports. So with that being said, it's going to take Knoxville, ten, it's going to take Tennessee as a whole to, to develop culturally. Um, so that one, we probably got a ways to go on, Yeah. but just younger people in general, um, I think the more of those bigger companies that, that do pop up and provide opportunity, it, it is a way for younger, the younger group to stay. And then what I have saw the younger ones leave and then they go realize, Hey, taxes and state taxes in other places is real. And they come back <laughs> or they realize, Hey, it wasn't that bad after all. Right. They don't have the chance to have the economic learning curve on the front end. They, they get out. Because they want to be in a bigger city, faster pace, because they've just been here for four years. And that's fair. 
But once you get out there and realize, hey, your money can go a whole lot further in Knoxville than it could in Cali- in San Diego or, or in Atlanta or in yeah. Charlotte, it make it come back. So I just happened to learn that when I went to go get my tags, my, my, literally my senior year, I was getting tags. And in, in, in Atlanta, that was $462. And for, then in Knoxville, no, for For a tax for a car. It was 495 oh Sorry, 495 And in Knoxville, it was $62. And At that where, moment where there- Where we're at down the road, one county, it's $25. <laughs> You, you see what I'm saying? So so at that moment right there, that's when I had my, oh, hold on. I checked myself. So, because I'm from Atlanta. My family's there. I can always go to Atlanta, but if I'm going to stay somewhere, why don't I just stay here and I just go visit there? So if you're from a bigger city, you understand that. If you're from a smaller city and Knoxville is your biggest city, you may be okay staying there. Um, but if you're from a bigger city and you like that big city vibe, you're going to probably leave and you may come back at some point in time. If you're from a small town, Knoxville is a probably great size for you, so you may just stay. Right. Um, and then if there is a job opportunity for you, you may you may be more open to stay. So I think it's coming. But from a culture perspective, um, we got some ways to go because you, you ain't getting too much culture after college in Knoxville. That's going to keep a lot of individuals that are from different backgrounds sticking around. That's a fact. So um, we got work to do on that part. But for the most part, um, it's definitely getting younger to some degree from when I was there in 2005, 2009 to staying there now being removed from the school setting. So I hate to change that topic, uh, but I kind of do want to still touch on it because that's one of the best points that I can make and I continue to make and you're making now is our athletes come here and, you know, Knoxville is UT. That's what it is. And we have tons of opportunities outside of that. But these kids come here to play sports and then they really don't feel like they have a home after the fact. What do we need to do to move that forward as far as giving them opportunities to lead lead in culture, lead in business, what kind of opportunities could we offer that would keep them here? So Julie, this one, somebody ain't gonna like this one. So this this is this is what this is just gonna be flat out honest. So you have guys, and I see it, that are on the team that could be your star players. And they they always wanna try to go for the league first. But in the process you got guys that are not the star players, but they're building those relationships or making those connections or they're from different backgrounds. And those guys that leave, most of the time we come back and we got guys that work for the pilots, work for for, 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 for the Regals. And the guys that played come back, the people that own the pilots and the Regals like them, but they were never in the room to have that conversation to get given a real career path opportunity. Now, I don't know if that's culturally I don't know what the deal is behind that, but there is a lot of instances where I can go see guys that didn't play at all that were white and guys that played a lot that were black and the guys that are white got great career jobs and the guys that are black struggling. Now that's here nor there, but in general that happens a lot. So what we have to be able to do is put an even playing field together where, hey, everybody's going to get those opportunities to build these relationships with these people that can provide job opportunities and get exposed to them and not just meet them in a football setting and get a chance to really get to know them as a human being, kind of like what you do. Which is the point of your entire program. Get them in the room with the same people at the same time. And I absolutely love that. And you're talking about every single player, every single conversation, every opportunity, not just a one, like you said, not just a one-time NIL deal, but you are building something in Knoxville that can sweep the nation for success for all walks of life, 
all colors, all backgrounds, all socioeconomics to get them all in the room together with the same opportunity of conversation and wealth. And that is something that I have not seen anyone else offer. And that's coming right out of Knoxville, Tennessee. That's amazing. Come on now. Hey, I appreciate you because it, it, it takes people being on the same page and an alignment and being open. And you've been one of the realest people um, that has been open to that. So I appreciate you because that's what it's all about. And yeah. Some people get it and some people don't get it. And some people want to and don't know where to start. And some people may push back because they don't get a chance to get to meet the, the other people that don't look like them or whatever it looks like. Who knows? But at the end of the day, that's exactly what it's going to take. And I believe once that happens, we'll have more people staying in Knoxville because they realize, oh, man, there are people that actually care for me when I'm not just playing. Oh, man, there are opportunities for me that I never could get if I leave here. So that's the piece there. It's going to take time. It ain't going to happen overnight, um, but you get it. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like on this side of it, as a business owner myself, um, that the perception of their success is already pre-made. And I think yes. that that's something that we need to really get out to people in the Knoxville market, people in any sports industry, really, but Knoxville in and of itself, because it is a big, small town. You run into the same people everywhere to not make the assumption that just because somebody's a star athlete that they have an opportunity waiting. And if you want them, you love that athlete. You want to take pictures with that athlete. You want them at your business. You want them signing autographs. Don't assume that that athlete has somewhere to go when they graduate. Go ahead and ask them to join your team. Julia, you just said some of the realest stuff I haven't heard all day. So this is the next variable. A lot of times from the background perspective, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real again. Sure. Growing up where I grew up, there, there is no, there is no legacy. There is no business passing down. There are no necessarily educated people in the family. Sometimes you're first generation, majority of the time you're first generation. So in the different community, that's, that's not where I'm from. There's the legacy. There's the, Education, that's this expectation. Well, I'm from sports, the expectation, or it doesn't happen. So the idea of, hey, I know I left my son this company or this opportunity, he can open up the door and keep on going, and he's better. He, he, he's, he's already got something set there. I'm leaving him something to inherit. Over here on this side, nothing's been inherited. So that football stage that we see as a success, that's a success, that's as good as it's going to be. And once that's over, it's back to, I have nothing. I can't go back home. I have nobody to lean on. I have no guidance. I have no advice. I got to figure this thing out. So the expectation or perception is they it's thought of as, okay, they're probably good. In reality, it's a struggle because most of the time they were helping mom pay rent while they were still in school. Yeah. They were they were helping take care of their siblings while they were still in school. The scholarship check that you think they were getting enough so they shouldn't be getting paid for, that was probably barely paying their rent and barely paying their parents' rent. And so they ain't got no food. So all those things that are seen as successful, it's not it's, it's not it's not as successful as it really looks. Right. Just because you put on TV say, don't mean it's okay. It's gonna be right. easy, and, I, I, and and this is gonna be so much easier for this team right now in Knoxville because they actually beat Florida. <laughs> yeah, I remember an interview that you did with some of the top players of all of the different you know aspects going twenty years ago, and you you sat up there and you said I was the only person sent up here that didn't beat Florida, but we had Tim Tebow and God was on his. I, I died laughing. I died laughing. Funniest but truthful comment I've ever heard. These kids have an opportunity right now to be connected with Knoxville because they are now undefeated, which we haven't had since I was 20, you know, 20 years old in college. We're not going to say how long ago that was, but um, these kids have an opportunity now and, 
at the same time, you've created this entire structure for them to see that opportunity. So getting the word out about SLB is huge for business owners to be able to connect with these kids and understand that they know how to put their nose to the grindstone. They're up every day at 5 a.m. They're at football practice every single day. They know how to work a seven-day work week. They're here to sell. They're in college. They're in classes. They have families that they're taking care of. They're structured. They're organized. Let's get them in an opportunity right out the gate if they don't make it to the league. Sounds right. You you just you just gave so many tangibles that are relevant for a business owner and for an and entrepreneur and for sales like that they already possess. Half the time, just helping them realize they possess it. Right. Helping them realize, hey, that's that right there. That skill set that got you to this point can get you to that same level in another career path outside of being a trainer because that's your easiest out because you think you don't know anything. Guess what? How to work out. Right. Because that, you, you don't see any other vehicles or are not exposed to any other career paths that you can have that same amount of success and to be able to provide for your family outside of this, this sports space. Once they are educated and exposed to that, I know it blew my mind. I, I got to tell you this. We went to Hooters. My, sen my, 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 my senior Best year. hot sauce ever made. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. We, we will be going, though. And he was these guys, four or five guys. And they will always be there. And 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 back then, they 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 helped us cover cover the bill. I mean, it's been ten years, so there's no statute of limitations here. Um, but in general, <laughs> I'm like, how are they financially able to do this? And it's eight, nine, ten of my teammates. And I never asked. It happened my 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 junior year, all the way to my senior. Year. But finally, when I got done and I was ready to go get a job, I reached out to those guys. And I didn't know what they did, but I knew something was working. Right. So at that point, I was exposed to them earlier. And then when things didn't go how I thought it was going to go, I'm like, well, heck, I thought where I came from, either you sell drugs or you rap or you play sports, the only way you was going to be successful. Well, clearly these guys ain't doing either. Or if they're doing it, it's legal. Um, let me figure out what they're doing. And sure enough, that's what got me into the sales space. And it was full commission. And then I was scared crapless. Okay. But once I figured it out, and then my teammate, he came on board. He was in car. He was in car sales. I was doing vacation ownership. Had no clue what I was doing. I ain't look. That first time they had me come shadow somebody, and they said, "Come take a tour with me." I'm like, "What's a tour?" And the lady came down, and she was talking about going on vacation. All of a sudden, she spent sixty k with him, and she was happy about it. I said, "Look, where I'm from, I don't know nobody with sixty k, and definitely don't know nobody that's going to spend sixty k. Be happy about it." Right. But at that point, there, I'm like, "All right, I got to figure this thing out." But at that point, I applied all those things I had learned from sports. Applied them to that space, yeah. came successful, figured it out. From this moment forward, it's been all commission all my life. I love that. I love you're so inspirational to everybody in Knoxville. I cannot wait for your platform to hit national. Tell everybody again what the website is, what it stands for, who your partnerships are, and how they can partner with you. So the website is slbtheagency.com. SLB stands for Sports Life Business. And what we did, we created a, a sports agency for the athlete, by the athlete, so only former players can be athlete agents. However, we made it where now we don't have to worry about the legal side because we partnered with Triamicus Law. They're taking care of the law side. Um, we partnered with a media team inside of Sports Life Business. They handle the media part, and we already have former players that are agents or ambassadors, such as Alexander Johnson, who just signed with the Seahawks, um, Alexis Hornbuckle. Um, guys like Justin Gatlin running track, 
um, from from a plethora of, of football guys, Fred, guys like Fred White, um, 98 national champion, um, to swim. It's like, like we just brought athletes to the table that understood the struggle of transition and let them be a part of the, the, the group. And then from that point, um, people such as yourself, Julia, who want to be SFB business ambassadors who understand um, business and understand relationships and understand community, who can help put these athletes in the same room and, and make the relationships happen and bring opportunities to them for NIL opportunities. So that's um, how we go about doing it. And then from that point, we just help them with ACA, which is going to be doing the, the taxes, the CPA work for them, um, to SLB community, which is going to be the, the liaison is Jackie Pearl, which is ran by Jackie Pearl. That's going to help connect athletes to, to nonprofits and nonprofits to athletes. And then um, my transition material um, is, is, is called, my book is called What's Next, How to Transition Like a Champion. And then the curriculum is called The Transition Playbook. All those can be found on DerekFurlow.com, which we give them gu- guidance to athletes transitioning. So when they are transitioning, they have an avenue to go down. And then we just partnered with um, a mental health clinic, Unrise, which is going to be doing um, the mental health telemed part of it. So now we have an internal mental health clinic that's going to be helping our athletes, but also other athletes um, from high school, college, and professional athletes with the whole mental health side oh, so of it. So exciting. we just want to create a, a base. So exciting. Just everything right here out of Knoxville, and already you've connected this one set of athletes already nationally with national companies that have their back just right here in the Knoxville market. So we're going to transition to fire question round. Be excited. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Favorite grocery store? Publix. Oh, Florida. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest one to me right now. So I've been, I've been rocking with really it for a while. Publix is really great. We are very excited. If Whole Foods were closer, I would say it, but Publix is close. Publix is pretty good. All right. Favorite gas station? Ugh, the cheapest gas. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 right now we're gonna go, we're gonna go with Pilot Hassan. What's up, man? Yes, go go Pilot, <laughs> go local, go local. I love that. Actually, I think they just sold to Warren Buffett, so I don't think they're local anymore. So that'd be Wiggles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna be gonna be Wiggles, Waggles, whatever they call them. Waggles. No they have good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. I look, none, none of them got got my guys on the NIL retainer yet, so it's all good. So we're, we're open. open for That's all. free we're open for conversation. Whatever gas station yeah. you want us to mention is our favorite, friend. That's it. That's it. <laughs> all right. Favorite restaurant? I got to go with my favorite food in the restaurant is the Black Bean Burger at Stock and Barrel. Oh, so I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I thought I'm you were going to say, okay, so the best the best black bean burger, I think, I, I personally think, is at um, the Not Watson's. Not Watson's is, is okay. Oh. I, I'm a black bean burger connoisseur. Yeah, is it I, 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 I taste uh, them all. Stock and Barrel? I'll yeah. go and check it out. Yes, I would have yes. never thought that. The Deadhead the de- at Barbecue oh, I'm in for it. I'm in for it. <laughs> all right, favorite bar? Favorite bar? Huh. That's a good one. I don't know. Jeez. Um. Favorite bar. I guess I'm gonna go with Wagon Wheels with my guy Mark Jernigan. On. Very nice. I have known Mark for 25 years. Let me just tell you, I don't think that man ages at all. No. Mark Mark going backwards. Him him and Jim Johnson, the only two guys I know the age in reverse. Yeah, they really do. All right, what else do I have listed here? Favorite outdoor area. Ooh, 
if I'm gonna go outdoor area, <laughs> so I'm kind I'm kind of a a, a, a fake outdoor person. All right, like, that works. I only do fake outdoor stuff when I go like out of town and out the country. But I got the Smoky Mountains in my backyard, so you gotta go. You gotta rock. Gotta rock the Smoky Mountains. Gotta rock. That's Smoky real. Mountains. All right. That's real. Everybody else come. I just don't go. But yeah. Best kept secret that only you know about in Knoxville. Mm. <laughs> best kept secret. One of the best architects and design firms is Design AF, and that's Amanda Furlow. What I might, might be the only one who know that. Design AF. Design AF. I, I'm gonna Design AF. Is that the Instagram handle? That's All right, the Instagram we'll go check handle. it out. We'll go check it out. Yes. All right, everybody, that's Derek Furlow, and he doesn't spell it like everybody else does, so let me go ahead and spell that up. It's D-R-R-I-C-K furlow.com. D-E-R-R-I-C-K. You missed the E. You missed the E. Oh, D-E-R-R-I-C-K furlow.com. Dot com. That's where you can get his books. S L B the agency.com. If you want to go support these local connected to Knoxville agents, get them nationally known. We are very supportive of your endeavors. We always very much appreciate your time and effort in the Knoxville market. I know that your time is precious and we are so thankful that you spent it with us today on connect the Knox. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great time. Love the energy. Keep it up. Awesome. We'll see you probably at the game. <laughs> I'm at a wedding instead. That's so fantastic. I'll be cheering. All right. I just talked to Quay, so maybe I'll see some of the guys while I'm down. All right. Who we'll knows? see you at Missouri. That's Done. it. That's it. <laughs> Done. See you later, Derek. Thank you. See you, Julia. Have a great day. You one. as well.